I have had a serious friendship breakup before. And I will say the one thing that bothers me the most about it is that I feel like I didn't fight hard enough for that friendship. I didn't get all my feelings out. And I feel like that lack of communication is like what kills me because maybe like it wouldn't have been a friendship breakup. Maybe like we still would have been friends. Welcome back. This is the Confident Collective Podcast and we are your hosts. I'm Rayanne. And I'm Christina. We are curb models, content creators, and some would even say comedians. We started the Confident Collective Podcast to help you live your most confident life by sharing our stories and sitting down with experts to talk about, well, life. We chat sex, dating, business, relationships, and so much more. We hope you love this episode, so let's get into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Confident Collective Podcast. Christina, you look gorgeous this morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. You look beautiful as well. I feel like I'm noticing a little change over there. Is there um, anything you want to report? I have to report. I, after a year, I took all my, well, okay, I took my extensions out. I have three little baby ones on the front. Just for, <laughs> no, 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 no. I knew do? you were going to say No, you can't even tell. You literally can't Wait a even tell. No. Wait, no, rewind, rewind, no, rewind. I, see, you I were knew, like, I took I, out all of my extensions. I feel so liberated. I'm a whole new person. You still have some in? I was going to lie and tell you that I just got all of them out because I knew you were going to be like, oh my God. And they're literally <laughs> so small. They don't even count. It just stayed at a tiny bit in the front because I have some breakage in the front. You have to go look at my TikTok I posted. They're like, it's literally like three strands of hair, so it doesn't even count. So, oh, because you have the individual ones. They're not like the wets and stuff. Yeah, it's not even like a full tape. But anyway. <laughs> Wait, I stand by it. I got all my extensions out and I literally was like, oh my gosh, I look so good. I loved it. I feel so free. I feel like this was a reset. We chopped off another inch. So it's right above my shoulders. I feel like this is just a reset. And now my healthy hair journey has truly, truly begun. Well, I love this journey for you. First of all, I don't care if you have 5,000 extensions in your head. It doesn't make a difference to me. I don't think it matters at all. And I don't think you should feel bad about having extensions either. It's just funny when you start the conversation, be like, I took them all out. And then you're like, wait, actually, but like some are in. But I know those like little strands, they're so, so small. I think it looks so good. And also we've had such a hair journey. Remember, what was it like 2020 when we both got like those crazy long extensions and mine were yep. so so long and there were like no more extensions you were like going through a hair healthy hair journey got extensions again and now you're back yeah I mean honestly so. I'm on the extension I'm off it I'm on it I'm off it like I am honestly wouldn't be surprised if I get them again in a few months like who knows but for now it feels really good but yeah we have had a major hair journey our podcast cover art is still like I'm blonde on that thing <laughs> I know we need to update that I know That's we do need crazy. to update it well, I recently just chopped my hair off too. Which you didn't even tell me. And I was like, how the heck did you just do that and not even say anything? Because it was so spur of the moment. And so really? my friend Justine, who we've had on the podcast, is amazing. She's also an incredible celebrity hairstylist. I'm like, she did Ashley Graham's hair for the Met Gala. And she's just casually doing mine. No, it's crazy. Love her so much. She's so cool. And she's been wanting to like chop my hair and give me bangs for the longest time. So we started out with the bangs and we cut it a little bit shorter. Okay, can we and just then, let the people know that like I've been trying to get you to do the bangs for like years? Yeah. Thank well, you. And you've also been trying to like 
get me to leave my hair curly for years too. Yeah, thank you very much. I just wanted that to be noted you deserve on it. the yes, record. Yes. And I'm so, yes. oh, it looks so good. I actually got a message the other day from someone and was like, please tell Christina that she inspired me to get bangs and I've never felt cool. <laughs> cool. Really? And I was like, fuck yeah. Anyway, okay, Wait. continue. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that. Um, also, it's so funny to me that they messaged you about that. I know, me. I know. I was like, maybe Christina had to, doesn't see her messages or something. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That's happened a few times where people message me and they're like tell Christina or ask me about you and I'm like really I don't know I'm just (laughs) I'm constantly like bitch you're in your dms too much like you're too available (laughs) why are you answering people like five minutes after they message you back so that's just funny to me oh my god Um, okay so between Ray and Justine creative directing my appearance I Justine cut my hair I think like back in March right and she just trimmed it and gave me the bangs and then we were like gonna go shorter gonna go shorter and then we actually filmed a campaign together for Function of Beauty Pro, which is, I like love their product so much and they have a whole new line at Sephora. Anyways, and then in the middle of doing that, because we're um, talking about their curly products, Justine's like, I think we should just cut your hair short. And I was like, okay, let's just do it. And she's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And so like, it was just so spur of the moment, like nothing was discussed beforehand. So that's why I didn't tell you about it. But I love it. The only thing is, she just does my hair so much better than I can ever do my hair. However, I think I'm now on a real, real curly hair journey because she cut my hair while it was curly. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea what my hair would look like blown out or straight. And I'm scared oh. to try without her help. So now I think I'm just going to wear it curly all the time. I love and that. And I think I'm going to embark on like a whole like curly hair tutorial series because there's just so many different ways yeah. to style your hair curly or to like get the best curl. So... I'm like, why not? 35 years, like, let me embrace my natural curl. But what I was realizing, and I think the reason I didn't is sometimes, and I don't know if this thing to sound bad or not, but sometimes I feel like my curls just make me look so Greek. <laughs> and like, not in like a cool exotic way, in like a uh, old village way. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like, well, it, I... it gives me like, like, uh, what's her name? Oh my God. Uh, from like... From the sister <laughs> of the traveling pants? Wedding. Oh, I thought you were talking about the grandma and the sister of the traveling pants. Well, no, but now here's another insecurity that was just unlocked. I have to go Google her. No, 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 no. I just feel like as you were saying this, like I was just like, no, the curly hair gives you just such an automatic cool factor. And with the bangs, you just like, if I saw you walking down the street, I'd be like, that bitch is cool. Like she's fucking cool. Thank you. There is a difference though between looking cool and looking pretty. Don't you think? Like, sometimes I feel like I look prettier, like, with my hair blown out and long. And I know you've talked about this before on TikTok, too. Is that just something that we have in our head from what society and what we think men think is feminine and beautiful? Probably. Probably. You probably, yeah. I mean, that's, like, how I felt about the long hair. I realized my long hair was such, like, a security blanket thing. Because I'm so tall and curvy, I felt like having this really long, luscious hair made me super like more feminine and also it was like the thing that guys would always comment on was like your hair your hair and so then when I cut it I was like oh my god no man is ever gonna look at me ever again and then I was like this is so fucking stupid so Um, silly so I think wait what I have a story for you I don't know if I've ever did I ever tell you about the guy in Vegas with my extensions this sounds vaguely familiar do you want to hear it well yeah I do now because I don't remember (laughs) (laughs) So when I was a senior in college, we went to Vegas for spring break with a bunch of my friends. 
And like the first day there, we met this group of guys from LA. They were so freaking cool. They were like 10 years older than us. They had the cabanas. One of them was like an actor on TV. Like they were all hot. They were all sexy and like fun. And we pretty much hung out with them our entire trip. They like do an annual boys trip there for like March Madness every year. And our spring break fell along at the same time. Anyways, it was so funny because like we hung out with these guys the entire weekend and not a single one of us like made out with them or hooked up with them or anything. They just dined us, partied with us. It was very cool and very fun and interesting. But then the last night, we're all like being weird and we all were kind of like, wait, should we be hooking up with these guys? Like, I don't think any of us really necessarily wanted to. They were all good looking too, but like, I don't know. We just didn't want to. And I'll never forget... My friend and I were sitting with two of these guys in the hallway of our hotel, and they were trying to get us to go back to their hotel. And you know my indecisive ass. I must have gone back and forth a million times like, Nikki, let's go. (sighs) You know, I don't think we should go. (laughs) We should go. We shouldn't. And then anyways, I'll never forget this one guy put his hand and was feeling my hair and like trying to like seduce me maybe a little bit. And I was like, oh my gosh, I have extensions. I had like the clip-ons and I was like so insecure about him feeling them, but he didn't say anything. And I'm still going back and forth. And I was like, and I think I said, I don't even know what you do for a living. And he he goes, I manufacture weaves. And that man did not. He felt my clip-ins and I swear to God, he was like disgusted by them and said that. And I don't know why, maybe I'm making part of that up. But I had it so clear. And once he said that, I was like, we're staying at our hotel. <laughs> Wait, that is the most random thing for him to say. Ew, what a loser. Good thing you did not right? go back. But that's actually very surprising that none of you hooked up with them. None of us. I know. It is. Wow. So wholesome. So wholesome. Well, I know, right? <laughs> okay, well, all of this like beauty talk, I've been thinking about all of the really high maintenance things I do to be low maintenance. What do you feel like is the most high maintenance thing you do to be low maintenance? For example, I got my eyelashes lifted the other day which you don't have to wear mascara. My eyebrows laminated, so you don't have to fill them in. Oh, also the latest thing I'm looking at that I, this is maybe my obsessed with, is the lip blushing. It's like there's this girl in LA who does it. It's called Juicy Lips, and she tattoos your lips, and they look Mm. so good. It is crazy, but also kind of terrifying to have a tattoo gun running across your lips. So those are a few examples of high maintenance things to wake up looking like you are just a goddess among us. But in reality, it's really high maintenance, you know? Yeah, I don't think I have any of that. I just wake up looking like a troll every fucking day. <laughs> and that's it. Because I was trying to think about this. I'm like, I really, I don't do any of that. Yeah, you don't do any of that. You don't get your eyebrows I'm so done. so low maintenance. You are literally the definition of low maintenance. I get that's- my nails done and that's about it. And right now I don't even have them done. It's like the first time I haven't had them done in two years. But see, that's the thing. That's not a low, that's not something to be low maintenance because that's right, some- it's actually high maintenance getting your nails done. No, I feel like the definition of high maintenance things to be low maintenance are like, you wouldn't necessarily know. You just think you're a natural. Whereas the nails, it's like, oh yeah, you get those done. That someone wouldn't look and be like, oh, those are natural. Yeah. No, I am very low maintenance, I'm realizing. What else do you do? Mm, I think it's just the eyebrows. I got the lash lift for the first time in a long time, but I don't know if I can do that again. It kind of freaked me out. I don't like having my eyes closed that long. And Mm -hmm. then I guess the extensions were kind of one before. I guess maybe spray tan. No, but you can tell that's like fake. But yeah, those are the main ones. But the lip blushing thing is the thing I'm most fascinated by right now. That would terrify me. I don't think I could do that. I'll send you her Instagram. It looks crazy. But 
Is it so you don't have to like wear lipstick or anything? Yeah. It's like maybe when you don't wear makeup, your lips just have a natural hue to them. Mm -hmm. But don't yours all, don't all of our lips have a natural hue to them? Yeah, but maybe you want a little darker. Maybe you want to, (laughs) you know, who knows? Yeah, I remember seeing there's this influencer, Shay Marie. Do you know who that is? Mm, Sounds familiar. She uh, has a couple of different brands as well. She has like the swim brand, uh, Sane, and then the skincare brand, the Feelis. I remember her doing that lip blushing. She was like, I feel like my lips are just like really, really pale. She got it done. She was like, it was the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. And some people say they get it besides getting lip filler. Interesting. It makes the lips look fuller. So is there anything you've ever done that you kind of regret getting done? My breast reduction sometimes, but that's Mm -hmm. just because I don't think he did a very good job. But no, my lip filler is my favorite. I think it's the best thing to change my face. Those are only like permanent things I've had done. Yeah. I remember one time I got Botox and I hated it. Oh, see, I've never had that. I hated it. And I was like, I look fucking crazy. Wait, just because you couldn't move at all? No, I was able to move. I think my eyebrows were just doing like a weird thing. They were lifting in a weird way. I feel like it was causing other lines. And I was like, I honestly was like, I feel like I looked better with a little bit, with a few wrinkles. Yeah. And then like my eyebrows looking all crazy. And also I feel like it's very natural for people when they're doing Botox to like want to lift your eyebrows, but I already have arched eyebrows. Like they don't need to be like up to my forehead line. You know what I mean? You already have very high, nice elevated brows. Yeah. I was looking a little crazy, but I will say, I feel like you are better at experimenting with stuff like that than I am. I get like really, really nervous. I just kind of like do it and hope for the best, you know? Yeah. Also like, I've been thinking about Morpheus ate a lot and then I saw someone's TikTok on how it ruined their skin and I could not believe it. I saw something about that that it was like it actually can get rid of things that like if you that we have when we're young like the fat cells or something yeah Yeah. and yeah I saw I think it was Tessa posted it and she Mm -hmm. had scars all over her face from it and I'm just like that's not worth it and it another friend of ours had it and she said it was the most painful thing that beauty thing she's done and I'm like absolutely not I don't want to do that no 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 I am I will stick to my, you know, two facials a year and call it a day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. What are you obsessing over, Christina? Okay, this is so random, but I love cooking for my family and I love growing going grocery shopping. But you know, when you're like at the grocery store, a lot of times it's easy to just like be in a routine where you just get the same exact things every single time. Yes. Well, I saw our friend Carissa's video. And she included this ingredient from Trader Joe's. It's like the chili crunch oil. Have you ever heard of that? I have this one by a different brand, like G-Zing. Fly-Jing? Fly-Jing, yes. But I haven't tried the Trader Joe's one. Okay, I, I think I like the Fly-Jing one a little bit better. But I tried the Trader Joe's one for the first time last night. And it is, again, still like so good. And it was like one of those cult things that apparently everyone I thought knew about but me. And now I'm going to be adding it to every single recipe I mm. cook with. I'm obsessed with it. It just adds like the perfect amount of heat. And I just love a crunch, you know? Yeah, a nice little crunch. Her new series is so good. I want to try making one of those recipes. It's like high protein 20 minute Trader Joe's recipes, right? Yeah. Yeah. I made Steve get all the ingredients for the, it was like the beef and broccoli dish. Oh yeah, that looked so good. Mm. So good and so easy. So I'm excited, Um, but I'm obsessed with that. I'm obsessed with, well, this isn't like a positive thing, but I was actually talking to you about fashion week prep. And I was like, 
Christina, nothing fits. I think people are making clothes smaller. So many brands, like Meow, one of my favorite brands, they sent me a dress in a 1X. I can't even get it zipped. And I'm like, am I getting bigger or clothes getting smaller? And it was like really putting me into a spiral. And then I went and tried on like my other shirt that's from Meow in a 1X. And it's like kind of big. I'm like, this is crazy. And then another brand for Love and Lemons. I'm usually like an extra large in their dresses. I have like two of their dresses in extra large. Again, ordered one. Can't even get it closely zipped. Can't even get over my hips. I'm like, what is going on? And then one of my partnerships, I literally was talking to them. I was like, you guys are not stocking any of the biggest sizes. Like I click on the extra, extra larger XXL and it says last one left. And it's Mm -hmm. from the what's new today section. I'm like, this is so messed up. It's making this like really hard to shop and not fun. And I'm getting really frustrated. So I don't know what the fuck is going on, but something is going on and it's not cool. And then I don't have a solution besides now I have 800 things to return but I think clothes are definitely getting smaller. And I Dude, believe that. I have been going into a spiral about this. And I was like, I need to tell Ray I'm not going to New York Fashion Week anymore because I have no clothes to wear because nothing fits. It no. is crazy. I've ordered a bajillion things as well. And you know, I have a tendency of like buying things too big a lot of times. Yeah. Well, I have to. Not only are things not fitting, but I'm in this really, really weird situation where like one size is too small. The next size up is like huge. And I don't know what to do about it. Like, I just placed an order from a brand that I'm so excited about. I love this outfit so much. And I ordered the 18 when I'm normally like a 14 or sometimes 16 because I was so scared that it's not going to fit. And I'm like, whatever. Like, let it be bigger. If I need to take it in, I'll take it in. I don't even care. Yeah. But I just feel like nothing is fitting me either. And I don't think, well, honestly, I do think I've gained some weight. So it could just be me. But I don't think, I I also think it's just the clothes. And I do agree, like brands are not stocking at all. They'll take like one XL or like one double XL. And I honestly, I'm like, is this just for show? Yeah, it's, it's really just, crazy. It's just, is this just to say you carry up to like a size 16 or 18 on your website? Because if so, that's so messed up. And I'm so curious to see how Fashion Week goes and the representation that we'll see there. But yeah, I am struggling with it. I'm really struggling with it. Well, I have faith that we're going to pull it together and pull through. But I feel you. I ordered a trench coat from the Frankie shop, which I've never shopped there before. But if you don't know, the Frankie shop is like everything on these girls is like so oversized. I get this trench coat. It's like tight in the arms. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because everything's one size. So I was like, I knew it wasn't going to be like super oversized on me. But I was like, this is actually comical. Like this is so fucked up. The Frankie Frankie shop is one of those brands that pisses me off because every single time someone was wearing something cute they're like oh from the frankie shop frankie shop i'm like it's so fucking cute like you can't just make a, a little bit bigger or like have another size option no, these it's girls, so frustrating they need to have two size options because mm-hmm. these girls are already swimming in these things which makes it look cool i guess and i put it on and i'm like this looks so bad i literally was like i can't even i can't even handle this right now i was like this is disturbing i was like this has it to is. be a mistake you know what though we are going to pull it together and we're going to look fucking fire i do have confidence in us and between like both of our wardrobes coming we'll be able to play around with our stuff and we're going to look good but the stress is real and honestly part of me is like you should be more stressed christina because you have not one outfit planned and not one outfit ready but you know, sometimes I work best in chaos, so it'll be okay. You work best in chaos. You still have time. Like, what's going to be great? 
I'm just ahead of the game because I'm leaving. So it's fine. Well, we're going to pull it together. We got this. We're going to look so good. All right. Well, let's get in today's Ask Away episode, shall we? Let's do it. Our partner is AG1. I was recently home in Colorado and I was sitting at the kitchen table having breakfast with my older sister. And I kid you not, she pulls out like 17 vitamins to take. I'm like, are those all of your pills for the month? She's like, no, I take all of these every day. And I'm like, that is literally insane. That is giving me anxiety. I was like, you have to try AG1. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, your probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit. It feels so much easier and just way more approachable than like taking a huge pile of vitamins in the morning. I personally couldn't do it. So that's why I love taking AG1. I take it every morning before I have my breakfast or my matcha. And I just feel like it sets me up for my day. Just one daily serving gives me the comprehensive foundational nutrition I need and supports energy, focus, strength, and clarity with 75 high-quality vitamins, probiotics, and whole food-sourced ingredients. If you're looking for a simpler, effective investment for your health, try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash cc. That's drinkag1.com slash cc to check it out. September is here and it might be one of my favorite times of the year to shop because I just love fall fashion. Whether you're looking to revamp your wardrobe or looking for seasonal home decor or doing back to school shopping with your family, Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. You can get cash back at over 4,200 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Some stores I love shopping at are Sephora, Ulta, Macy's, Neiman Marcus, Bloomingdale's, Bergdorf, Nordstrom, Walmart, and Nike, just to name a few. And they are all on Rakuten. I also love that there are websites like Hotels.com and Travelocity, so you can get cash back when booking travel. Membership is free and easy to sign up, and promotions are always changing. And if you're wondering how it works, the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. You can also maximize your savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals, like store sales and coupons. Start shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Happy shopping. My friend and I got in a fight and it completely changed how I feel about her. The way she spoke to me, talked down to me, and raised her voice was incredibly triggering. It brought me back to my last abusive relationship because I haven't fought with anyone like that since then. And in general, I just don't fight with anyone or raise my voice. We talked it out and tried to move past it, but it really shook me. I know she's not a terrible person and that this one event doesn't define her as a person. I miss her friendship so much, but I have no idea how to move past this. I just don't feel safe around her anymore. I want to give her another chance, but she crossed a boundary that I didn't know I had to set and one that I didn't realize was such a hard line slash feelings like a deal breaker for me. Have you had a serious friendship breakup before? I don't know what to do. Help. This is tough. Well, first to answer your immediate question. Yes, I have had a serious friendship breakup before. And honestly, I still sometimes think about it and it still sometimes hurts me. And this was probably 13 years ago now. Wow. 
And I will say the one thing that bothers me the most about it is that I feel like I didn't fight hard enough for that friendship. I didn't get all my feelings out. I didn't do enough to hear everything that they had to say as well. And I feel like that lack of communication is like what kills me because I'm like, oh, maybe like it wouldn't have been a friendship breakup. Maybe like Mm -hmm. we still would have been friends. Like who knows, you know? But I kind of do wish I let it all out. I wish I gave it some more time. And I wish that I took some time to like really process how I felt and had those those conversations before I just wrote off the friendship. Mm. Yeah, I think that if this is the first time, obviously, we don't know like the deep friendship, but I think that if you let her know your boundary and that you don't want this to happen again and like you really care about her friendship, I personally would give it another chance. And Mm -hmm. if it happens again, that's another story. I recently just had, honestly, it's a friendship that's still like, I don't know what the hell is going on. I was just crying to my mom about it in Colorado because I'm so upset by it. And we had a conversation, gosh, it was like a a year ago now where she said some really hurtful things to me and I thought I could move past it and I don't know if I can. And I think you just really have to give it time. And I do think though, giving her a second chance in friendship is what I would do, like you said, Christina. And then if it happens again, obviously, I think that's a different story. Yeah, I agree with that, especially because, I mean, honestly, I don't think anyone wants to be yelled at by their friends or have anything hurtful said. There's just no reason for that. But sometimes people say things when emotions are high that they regret. And obviously, this wasn't a boundary you had necessarily set before because you never had this experience before. So I feel like giving her like one more chance and just seeing how you feel. And if you don't want to have that friendship anymore too, no, that's okay too. You know, people come into our lives in different seasons for different reasons and it's okay to maybe not have friendships for life either. Next question. Christina, I just had my first child and I want to know how you got back to feeling like yourself postpartum. Any tips to gain my confidence back and not be too discouraged buying clothes? I feel like I'm not comfortable in anything I'm wearing and I just want to feel like myself again so I can be present for my child and my family. All right. Well, first off, I am struggling with this too. So know that you are not alone. It is so tough to explain how you feel postpartum. And I feel like unless you're in it, no one gets it. And even me, who's like, this is my second baby. I forgot that I felt like this the first time around as well. And with Nicholas, it truly took me, I'm going to say... 13 months to really feel like myself again, to really feel like myself again. Because I remember it was January and I was recording a video. This was like Nicholas was a year and one month. And I was like, wow, like I feel amazing. And I just felt like me again. So I know that's annoying, but I do feel like you have to give yourself patience and grace because sometimes you just need time. Now, like on a more tangible step, girl, you need to buy some new clothes. Okay. Like even if you're not feeling 100% comfortable, if you're not fitting into your old clothes, that's totally okay. If you don't know what size you are, that's okay too. Like I'm going through it. I honestly just did an order from Abercrombie when they were having a sale. And I was like, whatever, like I bought, I think three different sizes in jeans, because I was like, let me just see which one fits. And you know what the one I'm wearing is like even a little bit baggy for me, but it makes me feel most comfortable. So you got to just like do some trial and error and see what feels most comfortable for you. Because if you find like a couple new pieces that make you feel new, that make you feel comfortable, you'll feel more confident. Another thing is, and I I kind of say this sometimes too, because like in my ideal world, I am getting up early, I'm going to the gym, I'm reading a little book, I may be doing some meditating, all these things in the morning before my kids wake up to feel like myself again. But that's in like this ideal make-believe world. 
in reality, I'm woken up by baby cries every single morning. And that's how my day starts, which is like just hectic and crazy and chaotic. But I am giving myself at least 15 to 20 minutes to myself in the morning where my husband's watching the kids or we have a nanny who's helping out too, where I can just get ready, take a shower, do some makeup, like put a cute outfit on to make me feel like myself. I feel like setting that time separately for yourself alone time will make you feel so much better. Mm. But it's hard. Give yourself some time, give yourself some patience and know that you will get yourself back. And then also the last thing is just movement. You don't have to like go to the gym. You don't have to do like hardcore weightlifting. You don't have to like do Pilates classes, but just walking around in your neighborhood, getting some time to like clear your head, put on, don't even listen to a podcast unless it's ours. Just listen to some music, you know, like pretend your life is a movie. You're walking around like you're seeing yourself in however you want to imagine yourself, like however you feel most confident. And I feel like once you start putting those steps into motion, even if you have to fake it a little bit at first, you will start feeling more confident again. Such good advice. Next question. I've been seeing this guy for the past two months. We met volunteering and he asked me out and I quickly turned into seeing each other multiple days a week. He's met some of my friends because that's important to me, but I've not met any of his yet. For context, I live with my friends and he is three years older and most of his friends are married. We haven't had exclusivity talks, but I want it to progress into a more serious relationship. He's been going through job changes, so I know that's taking priority in his decisions. Should I enjoy the pace? Sash, how do you find the balance between expressing that I want to be pursued more intentionally without coming across as needy or moving too fast? Thanks so much. Hmm. I think you don't need to say anything yet and just fill it out. Two months is not that long. Especially yeah. like two months dating someone, it's like new. Even if you're seeing each other a couple times a week, it's still like really new into a relationship. And he's going through career changes as well too. I would say like feel out for the next month or two, in my opinion. It depends on how often you're seeing each other. Yeah. And also like, I don't and know. And also are you talking in between too? Like are you still talking every day? Or are you like only seeing each other like twice a week? Right. I think that's all factors. I was actually just talking to a friend about this who she was seeing someone for a while, but she spent like three weeks at, um, out of town and I, and she like got back and she was like, I feel like I need to have this like talk about what are we? And I was like, I don't think you do. Like, I feel like he is showing you, like he's making plans with you. He is meeting your friends. Like he is showing you that he's like interested. Listen to that for now. But I do think there gets to a point where like you do have to have that talk, even just to make sure they're not sleeping with anybody else or like if they are like you get to a point where you want to know so you're protecting yourself listen to like what his actions and what he's showing you I don't think you need to get hung up on that you haven't met his friends I feel like that will come Mm -hmm. in time like if he is making plans with you and meeting your friends and doing this like he's obviously into you it sounds like he's into you and I think that will progress I think it's okay maybe in like a month or so to be like, hey, I'm really liking getting to know you. I like spending time with you. I don't have any interest in seeing anybody else. Like, where are you at? And having that conversation. But I would say like do that in a month. I do think that advice of like actions speak louder than words. So if he is making the plans and doing all the things, then like you don't necessarily need to rush into like figuring out like a title for yourself. Right. Oh, sometimes just like dating these days, I don't know how much is anxious attachment or if it's just with the wrong person. I don't know. But it sounds like he is making plans, making an effort, and like you're just getting to know each other. 
So just trying to enjoy that phase of like getting to know each other in this new beginning of a relationship. Do you think that men and women think about like having a title or having that conversation differently? Because I know once Steve and I were dating, we were probably like three months into our relationship. And at this point, we were traveling around Italy together. Mm -hmm. And I forget like how it started. But I think Steve was on the phone with someone and he was like, oh, yeah, I'm um, in Italy with my girlfriend. And you were like, And I was like, girlfriend? (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) And I said something to him. I was like, do you call me your girlfriend? And he was like, yeah. He's like, what is, am I not your boyfriend? (laughs) And I was like, well, you've never asked. And he's like, I didn't know I had to ask to be your boyfriend. He's like, I just assumed that like we were together and like we weren't seeing other people. And I was like, well, I'm not seeing anyone else. Like I'm here in Italy with you like for two weeks now. But I don't know. I just wanted to you to ask or for us to like have that conversation. He was like, oh yeah. Like he's like, well, will you be my girlfriend? And I was like, yeah, okay. But okay, for some reason he didn't need that. I mean, I do feel like though that was like, oh, how long ago? 10 years ago? I feel like yeah, that's it was a more, long time ago. I think so that's things... more understandable 10 years ago than now. I feel like now so? every, I don't know. I feel like now everyone's just dating everybody until you like, I was just telling yeah. my friend last night, I was like, look, like she's dating this guy. She really likes him, but like he's not ready to have a title or anything. And I was like, okay, well then you need to be seeing other people. If he doesn't want to commit to you, like you need to be, if you like him and you can like still want to see him, okay, cool. But I don't think you should put everything you have into this guy when he's literally telling you that he's not yeah, at that right. place. Like, I just feel like it's, everyone's dating is no. just like more. No, it is so different actually, because this was literally pre-app. So yeah. So yes, it is very different because now like relationships are like meeting people is so much more accessible in a sense. Yeah. When you can like date online and meet people that way as well. So yeah, I think that's a really good point. But sometimes I just think men are dumb too. Yeah, fair. Valid point. This question is about ruts in relationships. Perhaps too much to share, but how do you overcome big fights in a relationship? I know I'm with the person I want to be with for the rest of my life. I love him and we could not be a better match. However, can you talk more about the realistic aspect of sometimes getting into arguments with your partner? Can you talk about times you wanted to strangle Steve even though you're in a healthy relationship? (laughs) Honestly, same question for friends slash family. How do you move forward where there are disagreements with those that you love? Mm. How do you move forward, Ray, with disagreements with your friends or family, I guess? Yeah, I think in like the romantic setting, I really don't know what's the right amount to be fighting because I'm like, I feel like in my past relationship, it was not, it was too much fighting. I'm like, I feel like we're like fighting 80% of the time and it's good 20% of the time. I'm like, I don't think this is good. I don't want that. I feel like it should be like 80, 20, the opposite way. Mm -hmm. I think with friendships, like when I have things with friends, I do just want to be better at saying like, hey, I just want to let you know, like this kind of hurt my feelings this way or X, Y, and Z. And then we can move on from it and talk about it and move on. I think where the problem arises, especially in friendships, is when you don't say anything and you let things build up over time. And then it's like, that's when it becomes like the, I can't do this anymore. Um, So I think it's just like bringing it up in the moment and telling them like, hey, this is how that made me feel and having the combo and like, it doesn't need to be a big thing. Like disagreements are natural in any type of relationship with family. I just tell like my sister, you're being a fucking bitch. And then like two minutes later, we forget about it. The family Mm -hmm. one's easy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, for me, when it comes to my relationship, I think it's a mix of both of those, right? 
I feel like if things are bothering me, like I try to communicate them as quickly as possible because otherwise like that resentment does boil up. And at other times I'm like, you are the most fucking annoying person. Can you stop doing that? I think it's a mix of both. How much do Um, you and Steve fight? I think we fight a lot, but I think a lot of it's like bickering. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Not like real big fights. And don't get me wrong, we've definitely had those, but I feel like it's more of like things that are like that we each do that annoy each other that we like fight about and then we're over it in like two seconds. Got it. Okay, so it's like and the I, bickering, like, ugh, like, Christina, this... Like, see, uh, what the know. fuck are your socks doing on the counter? Do you know what I mean? Okay. Stuff like that. And he'll be like, there is a place for our keys as soon as you walk in the door. Why don't you put them there every single time? And I'll be like, I have ADD, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. That's how the conversation kind of goes. But I do think it is honestly all about communication and also being able to get over things quickly. Because like at the end of the day, what matters most is that you have respect for your partner and that they respect you as well. Of course, like in addition to love. But I know that my husband has good intentions with the things that he does. I know he's not ever trying to hurt me, be like malicious or hurt my feelings on purpose for whatever reason. So I think it's all about communicating your wants and needs, at least for me. And I also think that for me, I have a tendency to take things out on Steve. And I think we all have a tendency to take things out on the people that you're closest to. Like it used to be my mom. Sometimes I still take things out on my mom. (laughs) But a lot of times Steve gets the brunt of it. So I think it's honestly having those conversations with yourself too to be like, okay, like why am I acting like this? Like why am I taking things out on my husband and like trying to get down to like the real reason like that you're upset or you're acting a certain way. Yeah. And I also think it's a like sometimes thinking before you speak. Like Steve and I got into a fight recently. He just said something that pissed me off. And he wasn't even like trying to start an argument or anything. And I made it into like such a bigger deal than it had to be. I guess I can just tell you guys like the whole thing. But we were away and he didn't have something on him that he needed. And I was like, oh, why didn't you bring that? And he's like, it disappeared. And what pissed me off was instead of just saying like, I couldn't find it, he said, he said it disappeared. And I took that as a personal attack of like, you put it somewhere and I couldn't find it. And I like took all this blame and like it really pissed me off. And I like literally started like a 30 minute (laughs) argument about this when it was just like a small conversation. And I ended up talking to my therapist about it. And she's like, I kind of feel like that's like a lot of anxiety and guilt coming from you about certain things that you do. And anyways, I was like, wow, I think you're fucking right. I think you're fucking <laughs> you right. Might be I think, onto something I think that there. like literally triggered me so much because I felt attacked because I felt like I was being called out for like things that that I'm like aware of that I do wrong. Anyways, make a long story short, you have to be self-aware. One time with my ex-boyfriend, we went on a camping trip and it would always drive me crazy that he wouldn't pack things that he needed, even though it didn't affect me. If we're going on a hike, he wouldn't pack sneakers and he would be totally (laughs) fine hiking in flip-flops, but it would fucking piss me off. I'm like, why the fuck are you hiking in those flip-flops? It's stupid. And one time he didn't pack toothpaste and it... I was like, so you're just going to assume that you can use my toothpaste? Why don't you pack your own toothpaste? And literally, he was like, fine, I won't use your toothpaste. This guy didn't brush his teeth the whole camping trip. (laughs) That just was horrible for me. And literally every time he would bring up the toothpaste, like the rage would just, Mm -hmm. oh my God, it was insane. So we literally fought for days and days over toothpaste. And I think that definitely had some other underlying issues there for sure. But... I think that just like arguments happen in relationships, but I guess I don't know what is the right amount for 
a healthy relationship because I don't think I've been in one. So when it comes to romantic partners. I also think there's like a difference between arguing about like toothpaste or like keys or something like that missing versus like the big do we want to have kids or like do we want to buy a house or like how are we going to spend our money like finances like those are like bigger arguments that hold a lot more weight and are really important to be on the same page on I I mean I don't think you're going to be like on the same page with your partner on everything but like making sure that you guys have the same values and like want the same things I think is really important yeah Um, so I think that like if it's just like the small fights and bickering like yeah I think sometimes you need to let it go too and honestly, just like self-reflect on like why things make you so angry and maybe just chill out a little bit. At if you least told me to chill out, I need to do. If you told me to chill out in the instance of the toothpaste, I would have lost my mind. But, but like now, that's so funny to me because I'm like, his, his, him like not bringing his toothbrush and assuming he can use your toothbrush is like one thing. No, it's so... But like, I feel like you don't need two toothpaste on like a, a, a trip. I know, no? it was really stupid. But I just was like, he just assumed that I'm just going to do everything for you. It was really, yeah. looking back now, like, so stupid. But honestly, it's so funny. My family still brings it up to this day. They're like, do you remember when you lost your shit over <laughs> the toothpaste? I'm like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. That's so funny. Ugh, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for listening. If you want your question to be included on our next Ask Away episode, we'll leave the link to where you could submit your questions in the show notes. The juicier the situation, the better. We love it. We want to hear all the dirty details of your life and how how we can hopefully help and really just talk about all the your life problems to distract from ours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, we love you guys and we'll see you here next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories and don't forget to tag us.